Welcome back to this edition of Trail Talk SA. I'm Brad Brown. It's good to be with you. Thanks for joining us today. And we're joined by someone who's got an incredible background, uh, not just from a running perspective, but from a cycling perspective as well. Uh, he's doing some amazing things on the trails uh, at the moment. Jock Green, welcome on to Trail Talk SA. Thanks for talking to us today. Oh, thanks, Brad. It's always a pleasure being on your show. Jock, before we, we get into sort of what you're up to from a trail perspective now, for, for some people who, who may not know your sort of background, uh, you come from a pretty interesting one. You you were a pro cyclist for many, many years. Yeah, yeah, I was um, for about 14 years, rode professionally. Um, the last big team I rode for, got on the road, was you know, for Barla World. I rode for Barla World for three years, and um, then I came back to South Africa you changed from road cycling to mountain biking. I did that for about four years. I also rode for the South African national team for 11 years as captain then of the national team. Um, so, yeah, uh, you have quite a good cycling background, but that's all in the past now. Yeah, it's quite interesting, Jock. I, I look at, I look at a, a lot of guys who, who, who possibly go and, and run for, for large parts of their career later on in their careers. They switch to, to cycling. You've done it the other way around. Has it, has it been a pretty easy transition or has it been quite tough? You look, it's okay now, Brad. In the beginning, it was tough. Um, you know, I suffered a lot, you know, with injuries. Um, my calves would get very tight and it might be easier an issue. And then I, you yeah, it really wasn't easy. Um, yeah, I think the fact that I've got a really good coach um, who, who has held me back quite a bit. So like, the injuries have been there, but they've never really sidelined me for more than a week or so. Um, so, so that's helped. But you're quite right. You know, most people go from running to cycling as opposed to the other way around. But right now, I'm feeling really good. And, and, and um, yeah, I think that's slow. We have built up into running a couple of years ago really helped me, and now I'm all good. It's interesting, and the thing I take out there is, is you saying your coach held you back, and I think a lot of cyclists who make the switch from cycling to running, particularly guys who are pretty good on the bike, they make that mistake. They think, well, I'm pretty decent on the bike. Ah, oh, this running thing can't be that tough, and they go out there and they smash it. And and you can pick up some serious injuries if you if you don't start slowly, because I mean, as much as it's it's a cardiovascular fitness, running takes its toll. I think physically a lot. It's a lot harder on the body than than cycling is. Yes, absolutely it is. And, and you, you know, from being a pro cyclist where you're used to training between 25 and 30 hours a week and you, like, you have a big like, cardiovascular engine. Um, I mean, when I started running, I was running like, like 20 minutes a day, like three times a week. And it's just, you just can't get your head around it. It's not normal when you're used to you know, massive workloads. And I think what made it even easier for me was the transition from cycling into duathlon and then into running. So, you know, I could still run, um, like, like, I mean, I just ride a bike and still ride a bike quite a bit whilst I, you know, I was getting into running. Whereas I think if you just go from cycling straight into running, so you go from 30 hours a week to, to, like, to three hours a week, it's, 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 like your head just can't handle that. I just feel like you're on holiday. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, talk to me about about trail as opposed to road. I mean, you you've you've sort of found your groove and your niche in in trail running. Uh, do you do any road at all? I mean, has that ever crossed your mind that you know maybe I, maybe I should try and do some some serious road stuff, or is is are you just in love with trail? Look, I love the trail and I love being away 
from all the hype. Um, you know, being a pro cyclist, are quite a bit of hype, and and you know, and especially you come back to South Africa, starting there were two races that we had to do every year, and I absolutely hated them. Like the one was the August, and the one was the 94.7. So I hated those two races because of, well, a, in my opinion, like they're not real races. They like the 100k races in South Africa, they really suit sprinters. So you've been in Europe the whole year, you're riding, you know, stages of 200 to 260 k's. But um, you come back to South Africa and and you race a, like a two and a half hour August, and some sprinter wins the race, and the sprinters are the greatest rider in South Africa. You know, I mean, I, I remember when when Robbie Hunter won his stage in the Tour de France. I mean, more people knew about Malcolm Langer, who had won the August, as opposed to Robbie Hunter, and that's just what what cycling is like in South Africa. I mean, it's changing a bit now. So my take on the running was to do more of a look at very very you know, competitive trail running, but it's more you know if I could relate it to you know, like a soul surfing kind of thing. I, I think you know trail running and and like hundred k races and even hundred milers, which is what I'm working towards, is is I said that's the true. Um, I, I don't know how to put it into words, but I. To run a race, I mean, like the guys just ran UTMB now, which is like a 167-kilometer race on you know, Mont Blanc, out of 10,000 meters of climbing, and right, and the winner runs it in 22 hours. So that's really what I'm about now. I just try to get away from the commercial business. Um, that said, I, I would like to run a comrade and run it you know, properly and competitively, like just to place my mark in the sand and see what I can do there. Um, but apart from comrades, no. It's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting you talk talk about the, the the sort of switch and 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 getting away from everything. But trail running sort of does offer that, particularly for the guys who who are, are competing for for wins and that sort of thing, where you can find your sort of groove. And it's it's almost like the cycling analogy, where you've got your sprinters and you've got your climbers and that sort of thing. Trail running affords you those opportunities that if you're into the long, really hard. I mean, you mentioned uh, the, the 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 one that's just happened around Mont Blanc. I mean, if you're into that sort of mm. stuff, you can go and run. That that sort of stuff, or if you're into the short, really steep climb stuff, you can go and find races that that, that almost play to your strengths. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I take some of our guys, um, you know, like Tabang from Adiba, Lucky Mia, who are really strong over the 30 and 40k courses in South Africa. Uh, they don't even run like beyond 50k's, you know. I mean, you've got a couple of us who are strong at the 100k races, so but you're quite right. Um, like trail running does afford one that, that, that specialization. And, you know, what's cool about trail running as well is that I think as one gets older, you can shift your focus from, from the shorter, sharper races, you know, to longer races. Like, which is what I've done. And, and, you know, like when I started running, doing quite a bit of 30, 40 Ks and always running. You know, on a really good day, who would be third or fourth, but most of the time sixth or seventh. And now, with the long races, it's what suits me. I, I run top three like most of the time. So it's really cool yeah, from that point of view. And, you know, the 100K races, you know, one can be really competitive well, you're well into your 40s. Yeah, without a doubt. Jock, tell, tell, uh, I may be off here, but I, if my memory serves me correct, you're the only person that's represented South Africa at both 
national level at cycling and running. Uh, you, you've you've got your your SA colours for for uh, and been to a couple of world champs. Uh, that must be pretty special. Yeah, look, it is bad. I mean, any time one puts a, a national jersey on, it's really really special. Um, you know, my cycling. The last time I rode for South Africa was in 2006 at the Commonwealth Games in Melbourne. Um, you know, then I came back to South Africa and started doing mountain biking. And okay, this year in May, we went to France to run at the Trail World Championship. And uh, just to get that running, well, 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 that you know, South African best again, it's, it's, it's you know, something that's really, really special for me. Yeah. T- tell me about, you, you took a bit of time off after the Worlds this year in France. Uh, I think you said five weeks uh, you were telling me your fair. How, how important is that break? I think runners often uh, just try and push through. They'll have a, a big event that they work towards, and then they, they just try and keep ticking over. But it's important to take those breaks, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, and you know, and once again, and I think it's the case with most of us, it was a forced break. I've been suffering from plantar fasciitis from about this time last year, and Sarane, um, Cape Town Ultra last year in October, and then I ran like Skyrun in November, which are two 100k races. And then it was the SA Champs at the end of January, which which we had to do in order to qualify for Worlds. And, and normally I wouldn't have done that, but I had to do it. And you know, you know, it didn't help my plantar fasciitis injury. And so my plan was to get to Worlds yeah, then to take a good break, and yes, and the break is really, really helping. I mean, yeah, it took off five weeks. I, I started training in the first week of July, and not really doing huge money. Maybe doing 60 k's a week for about a month, and then I bumped it up to from my normal mileage, and it looks like it's really paid off. So, you know, and again, I think right in hindsight, right, it's like always, you look back and say, yes, it was good to take a break, and I'm almost glad I got injured because it forced me to, to take the break. But when things are going, and 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 uh, yeah, I just think it's the, the yeah, nature of the beast. We we don't like to take you know breaks, and we we don't like to admit so that we're tired, you know. Yeah, I guess uh, it's a runner's thing. I think we we are addicted, and uh, if we are injured, we just want to try and keep pushing through. But uh, so far, so good. Early early part of the season, you've got some big goals this year as well. Obviously, working towards uh, worlds again. But you ran the Old Mutual Montessores, uh, the Wild Series, uh, just a, a few weeks ago in in the Drakensberg, and uh, challenging conditions to say the least. But you had a pretty good day out. Yeah, it was very good. Um, yeah, the main rival there was Prodigal Kamala, who has run a He's only ninth and the twelfth at the Comrade Marathon. Very, very strong on the road. Um, so uh, probably with about 15k to go, he had a minute on me. And then we had a section of about 10k where it was hard packing pretty fast. The particle opened the gap down me to about four minutes and he kept it like, you know, like that to the finish. But that was a very, very positive sign for me. I mean, particle is a really, really good runner. So yes, and that bodes well for what's coming up in the next couple of months for me. Yeah, the, the next big one I think you're targeting is uh, Ultra Trail Cape Town uh, first weekend in October, I think that is. Uh, you, you ran it last year. What are you hoping to achieve this year? Look, I ran third last year. It was my first 100k run. Um, you know, it was a long day out. I learned quite a bit from that race. We made mistakes like one day. So we're hoping to go quite a bit faster. This year's field is strong. It's Eric Kobani is running. He's 
the defending champion as well as like the comrades, the current the comrades winner. Um, clearly, I think. Yeah, it's gift gift clear. He's yeah. also running. Yeah, he's also running. So it's going to be yeah, it'll be an interesting day. Um, the road is in trail and vice versa. Yeah, but I read an interview about him the other day saying they when they train they do actually spend quite a bit of time on the trail. So it'll be very very interesting to see. You know, comrades for those guys, I mean, they run it in five and a half hours, whereas, like, also tail Cape Town, I think if you, if you go really, really fast, it'll be 10 hours, and that's a big difference. So, like, we'll see on the day. I mean, anything can happen, but hoping, just hoping for a podium, but, um, but if things go well for me and wrong for others, I could also win that race. Yeah, I mean, those 100Ks, uh, I mean, comrades, I know because I've, I've run it, but lots can go wrong on the day. But the, the, the trail, there's, there's just something else to it that it's, it's, I mean, a lot has to go your way to win a race like that. And uh, anything can go wrong, like you so rightly say as well. It's still early days in the season. You are feeling good. Uh, you, you've learned, though, you, you don't want to, you don't want to take things for granted. Uh, the sport can come back and bite you in the backside, doesn't it, Joe? Sure. Sure, it always does. So. Like the rest of the season is also tail Cape Town and then I've got three weeks which is probably the right we've seen but then I run with the national team in France again at the festival of trail running by the Templier so that's a 78k course it covers I think the total amount of climbing three and a half thousand meters can okay, I come back to South Africa in a month later the sky run so yeah, that's why I say it's, it's easy feeling good now, but there's, but there's still quite a bit of hard work to be done with the three you know, races like in the space of seven weeks. So, um, yeah, the early days, but feeling good and really looking forward to the rest of the season. I love it, Jock. I've had this conversation with many, many cyclists and, and they always tell me cycling's harder than running. You, you're someone who's competed at both levels. What, what do you reckon is the harder of the two sports? Yes, you Brad. That's a hard question, man. <laughs> um, very, very hard question. And I think, you know, road cycling to mountain biking, way, way different. Um, road cycling, there's other people make it hard for you. I mean, if you don't follow you know, the moves or, or, you know, someone having a big day on the mountains and you can't follow it, you, you'll get eliminated. So cycling, it's more, like other people making it harder for you. Running, uh, and again, in the shorter races, it's like it. I mean, in a 20k race, even in a marathon, you kind of forced to go to a certain pace, to other people's pace. But in the ultras, you're more, you're more on your own, you know, you, so, so the effort isn't as hard, but then the effort on your body is way, way harder. I mean, you go run, got a 15 hour race and tell me how you feel the following day versus cycling, you know, riding. So, so look, it's very, very different, and I don't think it's fair to draw yeah, comparisons. Um, they're both very, very hard sports. How have you coped with that from a, from coming from a cycling where where it is very much a team sport to to running, which is you, and and a lot of times it's you in your head and and the demons that's in, that that are inside of you that you have to battle. Mm. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Um, you know, team sports have got its pros and cons, so. You know, the camaraderie of being with people where you kind of like always riding for a greater cause and riding for somebody else. Um, but they are very often in pro cycling, you're riding for, you know, for people who have got alter, um, or 
they'll carry a motives and, and like he might help a good rider for the season and he then moves on to a greater podcast or he moves on to a bigger team and so you know at the time it was cool for me and, and uh, you know I understood my job and what I had to do um, but very little glory in the job that I fulfill in cycling whereas now it's kind of it brings me into the limelight more in running, you know. I mean, there were days in cycling where I was really, really good, but I was working for somebody else. Whereas in running, if I'm good, I can win, you know. So, but that's all. Well, oh, oh, oh. So what I enjoy about the running, but I do miss that camaraderie of cycling and the whole team life. Jock, it's uh, been great catching up once again. I love, love talking to you just about both sports. I think you've got a lot to offer, and, and I want to wish you best of luck for the rest of your season. Good luck for Ultra Trail Cape Town. We'll be keeping an eye on that one, and uh, what's what's uh, still rest to come this season, and uh, we, we'd love to know when, when you decide you're going to run the Comrades. We, we'd love to chat to you once again then and, and just find out, because, yeah, I mean, it's one of those races that's just so iconic on the South African road running calendar that uh, everybody sort of wants to do, and we all grew up watching it, and uh, the time will come, and we look forward to, to, to chatting to you about that. Uh, super, bro. Thank you so much, and thanks for the opportunity again to be on your show.